We want to welcome everybody to this episode of the Geek Solid Podcast. I am Aya the King. I'm G the Bearded One. And today we have a special guest for this whatever episode this is on the Geek Solid Podcast. Somewhere we got a dope places. content creator, a dope MC, yes, sir. all around dope dude. Crazy Eight the Great, ladies and gentlemen. Crazy Eight the Great. What's up, man? Welcome to the show. Hey, what's good? What's good, man? Thanks for having me, man. You know what I'm saying? Good to see you all around. Finally get a chance to bump elbows virtually and shit. You know what I'm saying? Work, work, yeah. That's how we do it. In these virtual streets, you know, everybody oh, gets you nice, you know. Dab a line, man. Yeah, but it's good to be here, though. I appreciate the reach out. No problem, man. No problem, man. So today we got a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot going on in the news, man. Um, we got some TV show reviews, also some music. And of course, the interview portion with the crazy eight, the great. So let's get into it. I'm on the come up, jump up, I pick my gun up. Joe Jackson with trap. G, what's the first topic, bro? All right, man. So um, lately, I've been asking everybody that we have been talking to over the past two days now. I got to get your opinion. Is Future the greatest rapper alive right now? Like, that's a trick question, right? <laughs> it got to be a trick question. No, nah, I'm, I'm <laughs> all jokes aside, in, impossible. It's not. It's not true. Yeah, it's, not. it's not. It's fake news. It's fake news. And my, clearly, my Donald Trump clearly fake news. <laughs> clearly fake. <laughs> Nobody believes that it's real. It's not. <laughs> it's fake news. That's wild, though. It like, is. Future of all people. I think. I think meme culture has kept his career alive longer than mm. the music has. Good point. You're not Good wrong. Point. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's not that, you know, Future makes just the worst music possible. It's not for me personally, but at the same time, I hear more about him through meme culture than I do actual songs. So I feel like because of the, the state of the culture in hip hop and how memeable hip hop is nowadays anyway, Future is at the top of that list when we, you know, we talk about the toxic memes and all the mm. shit that's going on surrounding his name. It's like, oh, this would be a fun, this would be a fun headline. Let's call Future the greatest rapper of all time right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. but nah, I'm sorry. This is exactly it. why they did it too, just so we'll be talking about it on the show. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Because ain't no way. Because the dude is not like the dude who wrote the article was like a teenager or something or like a dude <laughs> 21, 22. No, 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 no. Right. This nigga's like our age. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe like a little older than us. And for him to call right. him the greatest rapper, right. like I'm just like, how? How? In a mm. world with the with the Jay-Z's and the Kendricks and the J. Coles and the Wayne. Future the is Coles. the best. Right. Come on, bro. He's not even the best yeah. in Atlanta. It's crazy. Nah, that's the that's the ill part. Yeah. Now he's not even the best in his part of hip hop yeah. <laughs> let alone the entire thing mm-hmm. <laughs> no you can say influential yeah i can i can get that you know I what i mean that. and the but fact I that like, uh, I, feel, I feel like most of the people even future included is all kids a little wayne though so it's like how influential are you that part. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah because we had a conversation yeah. about that last night how you know like if you think about who influenced who, right? You can say Drake influenced everybody now to where they can rap 
They can sing. They can, you know, pretty much have melodies all throughout the songs, right? You have Lil Wayne that inspired, you know, the 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 tattoos, the the bars with the singing. You know what I'm saying? So everybody is an offshoot of somebody else before them. And Future is is in his own lane. But to say that he is a better rapper than when you get somebody like Kendra who drops classics every what four 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 years but then shit we can't forget about the elephant in the room drake he's still here right now he's still dominating every single time he drops his name stays in circulation all throughout the years you know what i'm like, saying I wouldn't, mad, I wouldn't be mad if somebody had said that about drake just based off of numbers relevancy um constant like number one his billboard charts all the stuff that he's got going for himself beating beatles records all types of shit like i wouldn't be mad at somebody for making an article about drake like that but future he know we're close nah man no that's crazy i mean don't, don't get me wrong like to this day marsh madness still bangs for me to this day it's an undeniable classic but people forget man like in a case of like drake you know like yeah you know he's the the mainstream pop artist right now, but the boy got bars still. Like when when he wants to give it to you, pause. He has bars. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? That. Thank you for that timely pause. That's very yeah. timely of you, sir. You saved it. I appreciate you, my guy. You know what I'm saying? He's I didn't a have real to MVP. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We didn't have to do it for you. We appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> like Secret Service jumping in front of a bullet, like no, no, <laughs> Thanks, yeah, bro. But yeah, that's yeah, that's outrageous, man. That's clickbait, more or less. Of course, it's definitely man. a clickbait. And yeah. shit, it worked because we talk about it. So yeah, but what what's is. even wilder is um the guy that they wrote the article, um, Elliot. You know, he's like a source vibe certified, yeah. rap radar certified. So this is a guy of the culture. He knows his shit. So it's like, how much did GQ paid you? To write this bullshit article about how <laughs> this dude is the greatest rapper of lie, like, like you, you know, is this like another hustle for you? You know what I mean? But I mean, hey, you know, you gotta get your coins, man, when you can. I get it. Oh, yeah, I he, get it, he, man. He got some kind of bag for that. Oh yeah, hands down, man. GQ ain't playing. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. Oh show. What you got, Arya? What, what else we got, yo? Um, so on the topics, right, uh, of MC, so I thought about it, man. Uh, you also an MC rapper, right? And right. we're talking about greatest rappers alive. Now, is it safe to say to you in your opinion, good kid, my city, is that a classic in your eyes? Undeniable. Okay. Bet. So that's now also you are a huge anime head i can see the the one piece i see in you okay bet so sure. question is which anime characters backstory could be turned into a classic hip-hop album like good kid mass city hmm, that's a good question good kid mad city because if i if i'm looking at if i'm looking at just the the concept of it I, that's a, yeah. as a whole. Um, and I'm look, thinking about like anime main characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Oh, we got him. We got him. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. see, so yeah. I'll throw some out there for you. Uh, we got, of course, uh, uh, Naruto, right? Being picked okay. on since he was a kid because of what's inside of him, whatever. Turn, you know, comes out to be the man. You know what I'm saying? He he becomes the Hakage after putting a pause on his best friend. You know, like like you know, you know, you know, that's kind of like Super Gremlin by Kodak Black, a little bit of whatever, whatever. Um, right. you got a uh, you got a uh, Goku who's a, a deadbeat dad, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they be roasting Goku. <laughs> that's my man's man. Why they? That is my me. man's. That's my that man's. That's my man's. But yeah, like. I think probably Naruto fit the best. Um, but actually, all right, so hear me out. Just hear me out. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Sasuke might fit a little more than Naruto. And the only reason I say that is because of his edginess versus, like, Naruto stayed really good-hearted. And when I say good-hearted, like, almost to, like, to a fault. Mm-hmm. As to where when you hear Kendrick rap, Kendrick got that that chip on his shoulder, but he also, like, I'll, I'll body you right now, like, at any given mm-hmm. time. So I feel like if you want to match Kendrick's energy, I give it to Sasuke over Naruto, but Naruto's story fit better. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. Are right. you know, they, they kind of mirror images of each other. One's the darker, lighter half. They, like, you know, yin and yin. Yeah. Especially Sasuke is the, the, uh, is the emo kid that always right. reminds about his family. Kind of like Vin Diesel, like my family. Nope. <laughs> Facts. Facts. I was this close to spitting this corona out, bro. <laughs> family. Like every movie, my dude. Every bro, movie. We probably got like three more of them coming too. It's it's, it's crazy. I was talking, we was talking to uh who's we talking? Who do we have on Thursday, G? Uh Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. Man. I've been drinking because the kids are here. So it was like, what? Oh, I don't even remember what happened Thursday. Thursday man. Straight day drinking. Anyway, we had a dope guest on Thursday. Because all, all the guests is dope. We had a dope guest on Thursday. We were talking about hip hop. And they have, somebody had brought up like the craziest stuff. I don't know. No, we were talking about space. I don't know how we got on. We were talking about space. And they was like, yeah, man, I'm trying to go into space like Tyrese and, and uh, Ludacris. I was like, hold on. We got to stop the show. I forgot that part about the movie, bro. These niggas went to outer space in like in a, a 90. In a four, <laughs> four I was like, yo, this takes the cake. I told him I was in the movies when that joint first came out. And when I tell you, I was <laughs> laughing for 79% of the movie. And people was like looking at me. I'm like, you don't see that? That's not funny. That's not hilarious to you. The whole movie is ridiculous, right? But oh, the only bro. thing I like about the fast franchise now is that they know they're ridiculous. Of course. So they're not trying to be too serious about the shit now. Right. Like, it's it's so cool entertaining. Yeah. I'm cool with it now. Like, if they would have tried that shit in, like, like, the first Fast and the Furious or two Fast and Furious, right. I'd yeah. be like, all right, y'all, y'all doing too fucking <laughs> But now it's just, man, Fast and the Furious 6, this nigga Dom took out a fucking airplane with a car. Like, he, like, he is like... <laughs> Yo, these niggas is superheroes, Dom is ridiculous. These niggas could take the Avengers out the way they be doing stuff in this movie, bro. They could easily take the Avengers. Dom is like Thanos with the Infinity Stones. Like, 
It's ridiculous, Nobody's bro. Nobody's going to win against Dom when he's behind the wheel of a car. I'm sorry. Yo, no. DG was talking about that joint in the last <laughs> movie where um, it was Dom, but they was in some kind of cave or something. And it was like 15 armed soldiers, trained armed soldiers. <laughs> this nigga's not even armed at all. And somehow this nigga Dom just overpowers all of them. Right. Oh, and brought down, the, brought down the house and shit. Yeah, I'm like, nigga. Listen, man. Listen, man. The whole time, right? He's holding back 15 niggas, right? By and he's himself. holding them back like like this now, right? And then he, he takes his time to turn around to Olga, like, leave. It's about family. Go be with the family. Turns around again and holds everybody back. I'm like, yo, nigga. Right. Is this, you know, yo, these no, niggas is superheroes no, with cars, man. Y'all remember, y'all remember what, was it, what was it? Was it five? Chronicles of Riddick? Five oh, drink, when the nigga stomped the ground with his Timberland and cr- like cracked the ground and shit, y'all remember that? That is nuts. In a pair That's of most, Tims, he just stomped the ground. The oh, most man. Brooklyn superhero shit ever. Yeah, just in, in the Timberlands. Was, ah. I was like, nah, this ain't real, son. Damn, <laughs> like, this, this ain't real. This <laughs> is incredible. Ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He is but, no um, punch man and behind a car. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Apparently, um, uh, I saw a, a, a rumor that they might take it back to basics, but I'm like, at this point, how could you do that? Yeah, y- y- y'all, y'all went to space in a fucking '92 <laughs> Chevelle. You know what I'm no, saying? No, usually, hold up, though. All right, so it's funny because I just did, um, I just did a, a review on the fact that they about to do a new Leprechaun movie, right? Oh, yeah. word. But I had to reiterate and tell people that. This nigga went to space. He did. There's a leprechaun movie in space, right? Wow. Normally, <laughs> after a franchise goes to space, it dies or they start over the again. So you know this what? is this is actually mm. right on par. Okay. Because remember, Jason went to space I too. Say that too. Yeah, he did went to space. <laughs> that Jason was terrible. Went to space <laughs> right after that, they did a reboot. It's right. like, what is that? Why is space always the space end? Of, you know what I'm saying? It's the final frontier. You heard Star <laughs> There you go. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. That's it. Live long and prosper around this motherfucker. I'm trying to think, man. What what other series went went to space, man? Besides Leprechaun, besides Jason X. Now, that shout was out, it, right? You gotta do a shout out to UPN for homeboys in outer space. Oh, yeah, homeboys oh, in space. Homeboys yes. in outer man. space. Yes. Homeboys in outer space actually happened, man. It happened. It <laughs> what, a, what a time to be alive. <laughs> You know what's crazy, hey, man? It's like nobody talks about UPN, this shit man. now, bro. I will watch it right now. Bro, I will watch it. They Easily. experimented so much with the TV we watched growing up. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, anything <laughs> they could think of. I had a conversation the other day. I was like, yo, the people in the 80s was wild. Because think about this. Teenage mutants, ninja turtles in the same title is a beloved franchise by everybody. Right. And you know why? Because it was the 80s. Down, and cocaine is a hell of a drug. Man, cocaine was everywhere, bro. <laughs> it's like, you know what'll work? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You know somebody what? was like, you know All what? they eat is like, Oh, shit. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Imagine being in the pitch meeting for, for TMNT, man. Like, what the? Wow. So, wow. wait, wait. So, there's some turtles. Okay. What? <laughs> They've been mutated and now they like bodybuilder shape, right? But 
They're also it is. ninjas. It is. They're ninjas. <laughs> Wait, but there's more. There's more. <laughs> there's there is a rat. It's a big ass rat. Oh shit! This nigga spins. <laughs> wait, wait, but then you got a nigga named Shredder, and he wears cheese graters on his elbows <laughs> and his hands, right? Like a weird ass nigga, a weird ass waiter from fucking uh, what's the name where they play Olive Garden and shit? Tell me when. <laughs> and you be up there with you, you be up there with your fat ass, ass like. He was one of shoulder pads. Like, tell me when. Tell me when. <laughs> when now? Right, right, right. Okay, right. We're good, we're good. And then we're gonna throw in a talking brain. We're gonna call him Krang, right? <laughs> oh, and then we can have a boar. And a rhino. We're gonna call them Bebop and Rocksteady. Oh, we can throw in some stereotypical 80s hip hop bullshit too. <laughs> so they could be like, oh yo, yo, yo. <laughs> oh man. Stereotypical bullshit. Man. <laughs> man. But you're right, man. What a crazy. time to be allowed to see all that shit from like back what then. What a time to be to allowed, now, man. That's it, man. The 80s is a weird time, bro. It's a weird time. And I love Mm-mm. it. <laughs> Y'all remember oh. the toxic, the toxic Avenger? Yeah, yeah. I remember the toxic Avenger. Oh, oh man, God. that man, it was so much bad. Look, biker mice from Mars, nigga. Biker mice that shit was- happened. Hey, that shit was like way lit though. But uh, <laughs> fucking Battle Toes was the offshoot. Yeah, of, uh, I remember Oh, uh, creepy. Uh, what was it? Creepy crawlers or some shit like that. They had yeah, cre- creepy crawlers. You got had a little stupid ass little microwave. Yeah, they thing. had like a fucking easy bake oven for like <laughs> yeah, for the boys. Yeah, they was <laughs> like, boys. wait a minute, how can we make this for boys? <laughs> oh, we just tell them they cooking up monsters and shit. Yeah. It'll be all good. That, and then they made a fucking cartoon show about that shit. And then um, what was the other one? Street sharks. Oh, yeah. Yo, have you seen Ace Bay Street Sharks? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. This shit is so funny, bro. <laughs> I listen, man, stupid. the 80s was the only period in time where rated R movies became PG kid shows like Robocop. Back. You know what I'm saying? Damn, or right. they sold toys off of these rated R movies like Predator, Rambo, Terminator, all that. Ra- all <laughs> Rambo. <laughs> yes. All Rambo that. literally cut niggas' heads off. And it's like, I need this Rambo action figure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get it for my child. <laughs> Parent of the year, bro. Right. Oh, shit, man. man. Boy, you I had all them shit. My parents did not give a fuck. Me neither, bro. All the violence. <laughs> <laughs> and they wonder why I'm fucked up now. Like, Fam, we are, it's we so... Snippy, bro. Yeah. Oh, my God. Don't get me started on Ren and Stimpy, bro. So much oh, adult theme stuff in Ren and Stimpy. That might have been the term where I was like, you know what? These kids is getting older. Let's, let's give them something a little bit more edgy. You know what I'm saying? I think like Ren was like, it was like the gateway for like Beavis and Butthead, Adult Swim, uh, yeah. uh, uh, Liquid Television on MTV. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like all that, all that wild shit, man. Like, yeah. kids are born with it now, but us, we were like usher into the greatness of this shit. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. They experimented with all our content back in the day. They was like, oh, let's see what these things do with this. <laughs> Fam, I remember, remember, um, it was a kid who burned down his house because he saw Beavis and Butthead do it. Yeah, my mom tried to stop me from watching. She was like, 
Boy, you better not be watching that damn show. <laughs> I was like, Mom, I don't even, I don't, I'm not a pyrotechnic dude. Like, I'm just 10 trying to watch a cartoon. You better not watch the show. I was like, all right. Just wait till she went home. But then I, <laughs> then I watched this show. Yo. And then boom, right? Time, man. I remember um, with the turtle show, right? If y'all remember, they never actually beat anybody up with the weapons. Like, they can oh. show them. But they couldn't actually kill somebody or defeat somebody because of the mom's association. And then they were mad that, like, all they eat is pizza. My kid is obese now because he eats pizza like the fucking turtle. I'm like, nigga. Side note. You remember they had, they had them um, Ninja Turtle pies, the little snack pies? It had, like, green goo on the inside of it. I'll never forget. I was watching the commercial. I was hyped about it. I was like, nah. I was like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? And it, the slogan was straight from the sewer to you. I was like, yes, I'm about to go get that snack. My mom was like, uh, do, do you know what's in the sewer? Do you know? I I don't care. It's a Ninja I'm Turtles, sorry. man. I saw that shit was like, <laughs> I'm never eating that. I'm I was never eating that. I was a oh, YOLO-ass you know kid. I was thinking, Hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I, wait. I found it. I found it, man. Straight from the sewer to you. <laughs> they try to make that shit sound so cool. And then the movies, though, though, I bet you the, the, the stock for Domino's went up after the movies came out. Oh, you know it. <laughs> know it. Because, <laughs> man, those niggas had the, the Domino's delivery dude drop the pizza off. Crazy. Not the oh, turtle man. pie. Vanilla, it was vanilla pudding. Still vanilla pudding. Wow. Oh, my bad. Pudding. 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 They got to be hip. Yeah, there what? we go. Look at that shit, wow. man. Oh, oh man, I remember these nights. That shit was good when you was eight. Okay, when you was eight. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> Look at oh, that. We would eat anything that was on TV, man. Notice oh, facts. For sure. Man, that shit looks nasty as hell now, man. Like, yeah, what? it's like now I would, I would eat that shit. But at eight, nigga, me at eight. Oh yeah, it's happening. Right. It's a wrap. I'm and the that fact shit. that it was filled with pudding means I would have fucking threw up after eating some shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that first bite would have instantly activated gag reflex. Not just had curl everywhere. These goddamn cum pies and shit. <laughs> it's disgusting. Disgusting. It was made by a hostess, man. So you know they had a big bag. Yo, like, yeah, we're gonna. Oh yeah. All oh, these kids gonna eat this shit. <laughs> this nasty ass turtle, pie. Man. What? Look at that, man. 1991. Look at, look, look at they just dropping pudding in there. <laughs> in a burrito. <laughs> Pretty just much. Dropping pudding in a burrito. <laughs> That's the new definition of pushing P right there. That's what it is. <laughs> pushing pudding. And and then like just slide some more green <laughs> sugar shit over yeah, it. Just some green shit over the top of it. Like here's seven, eight-year-old me, like, mm, mm, this is good. See, no, the only ninja turtle shit I used to eat was uh the fucking ice cream joints off the uh, ice cream truck. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. That was it. Childhood was lit, bro. You heard that ice cream truck? Oh, my Hell, yeah. You trying to get all your little chains together? What? What? Man, the ice cream man knew us by name, bro. For sure. For sure. What else we got, man? Uh, so, um, I want to get y'all's take on this new Thor joint. So, just so okay. we don't get hit with another goddamn copyright claim from YouTube, man. 
let's talk throughout the the actual uh, a teaser of Thor. Okay. I got the volume down. It's still gonna flag this shit though. Man. It's all good though. It's not. <laughs> it's not a copyright claim. It's like one of those joints. We can't monetize that one episode. Yeah, but they're right. not gonna like take our channel or nothing. Have you seen? I'm it ready yet? for this shit, bro. Have y'all seen uh, it yet so far? Yeah, yeah I seen it. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. So, what is y'all? Uh, I guess. How do you think it's going to ultimately end with the story series? Mm, Man, I'm, I'm, I'm really like in confusion. I don't want to say confusion, but like I'm trying to figure out like the point. <laughs> like I, when I when I was watching this shit, I was like, "All right, we're gonna get him like a Guardians team up for a minute. He's still soul searching and whatnot." But it's right. like, so I'm trying to figure out how they're gonna bring in Gorda God Butcher and. Mm. And how many guys he gonna take out before Thor got to step in? See, that's a that's a good point. I might have to pull up that picture of a Gore because um, <clears throat> I saw a toy of Gore, the God Butcher, and it looks yeah. nothing like the actual comic. And I'm like, it, 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 yeah, because he looked like he looked <clears throat> like a skinny Drax, exactly. Yeah, like <laughs> another generic bald headed villain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, pretty much. That scene was hilarious, by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah, this scene was was too so funny. many reasons. I'm <laughs> I'm glad though that they they brought this comedic element to Thor though because after the Dark World, I was like, all right, I'm done with these, bro. Right. Uh, exactly. After the first two, like the first one was okay, but you figure, yeah, okay, the first it, one was okay, right? It's a it's an introduction, so they're not gonna go all out. But then the second mm-hmm. one, it was just like ah, it wasn't horrible or nothing, but you know you expected more. It's still you at the it's still lower lower tier MCU. Facts. Mm-hmm. After sure. after, yeah. after everything is said and done, it's low tier MCU. Um, I want to see how they make this uh Jane Foster storyline uh relevant no. to. She looks dope. Like they yeah. they got her they got her look right. So yeah. I'm proud of that. You know what I'm saying? And I think that, you know, I think Taka Taka Watiti kind of like reinvigorated Chris to be like, you know what, man, let's do another Thor movie with us again. You know what I'm saying? Like right. they had so much fun. So you know what? Let's go batshit crazy in his fourth Thor movie, man. So I hope they'll they'll, you know, not like I have no doubt that again. it's gonna be good. But the biggest thing that um that I'm feeling about the MCU right now, even with all the Disney Plus shows and um the way WandaVision and No Way Home and now Multiverse of Madness supposed to like tie into each other, I still don't feel as connected. Like everything is as connected as it once was in the first three phases. Mm-hmm. Like everything still feels self-contained. Like they too scared to really commit to the connection. They doing these loose connections, but it's like. I want to, I don't know, it just, it don't feel the same. And I guess it's because, you know, like when the Eternals came out after I didn't go to, you know what I'm saying? I woke up from being asleep, from watching it. Thank uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that's where you was going with that. So once I woke up, you know, and got a chance to actually watch the movie, what I, I was like, all right, this is cool. But it's so many plot points that's like left over. Like it's a big dead celestial, like mountain in the middle of the ocean. Exactly. That should be affecting some stuff. Um, Doctor Strange just like ripped open reality, and Spider Man villains was everywhere. Nobody said nothing about that shit. And then, like you know, what I'm saying, even with forgetting about Peter Parker, it's like I want 
there to be something that connects these joints like it's supposed to. And it's like, eh. I don't know. See, I'm I'm really looking forward to um multiverse of madness. I'm, I'm looking forward to that more than I'm looking forward to Thor, even though mm, I think yeah. Thor is going to be really good. It's going to um, be good. Yeah, it's I think it's going to be really good. Do we have hope that uh Black Panther is going to be released this year, <laughs> like like this set up in November? I hope so. I just don't want them to rush, like because like anytime they start rushing stuff, you get that weird finale in WandaVision or you get the weird stuff that was happening with a lot of MCU projects or you turn into DC and rush everything. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? And oh, I'll be damned if I see my MCU. Please, listen, please don't cuss it, cuss it Marvel like that. Please. Like, <laughs> I, I hope to God that don't happen, bro. That's going to be terrible. Yeah, but when you start rushing stuff, man, that's, that's when things happen. Like, my question to y'all is like, how do y'all feel if they would have recast T'Challa to keep the original storyline going? I'm down you, for it, man. Yeah, as, it. I'm like, as long as as long as they got a, a good yeah. actor, which with their track record, they would have. Um, yeah. I, I'm all for it. You know, what I'm because saying? man, his character is just too important to the stories that they was building mm-hmm. for them to just be like, we're never recasting this role, and now you got to go do some wild other shit. Like, right. Yeah. I'm sorry, like we would have like. Even for the people that would have felt some type of way, they would have got over it because of how well the stories would have been afterwards. You exactly. still show respect to Chad without, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, killing his character off. Because I feel like that's disrespectful. Hell yeah, man. I mean, they I I, I will hope that the script that Ryan is working on, you know, really puts him back in because you know, you've been hearing rumors that it, it may be. Mbaku that becomes right. the Black Panther, or maybe his sister, or you know, maybe uh Michael B. Jordan's character, Killmonger may come back somehow and become the Black Panther. But it's like, oh man, just recast, re- recast him, give us right. a good dope actor, and then just call it a day. Because I mean, granted, man, you know, we we would all love to see Chadwick in the role, but we can't right now, you know what I'm saying? So I think the right. the, the best honor. It's just to, you know, find somebody that can give us the same feels again and this this role again, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, yeah. hopefully, hopefully they'll, they'll, they'll figure their, their shit out, man, because we don't need a rush <laughs> right. product, period, man. Black right. Panther 2 starring Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Hart is T'Challa. <laughs> so what you, wait, 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 what you're saying is... Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> listen, yo, yo, uh, this shit would be funny to this day, man. I think Chadwick Boseman's moment as T'Challa on uh SNL and Family Feud that shit was hilarious, right. man. Classic, bro. Classic. <laughs> when he was talking about the lady at the uh, the, the uh, yeah, with the raisins, yes, yeah. <laughs> she would probably put something unnecessary in it, like raisins, yes, yes, <laughs> raisins. <laughs> Yeah, I love white people, bro. Like it's just, just random stuff that they do, man. Like, like come on, the raisins, hilarious, bro. All right, um, so, um, so you are uh, involved with a great friend of ours, a darling to the internet's <laughs> candy, and um, yeah, the meme you know, queen herself. Yo, man, she is hilarious, fam. But um. We heard recently that DJ Envy and his wife Casey, you know, high school sweethearts, been together for forever, right? right? First 10 years of their marriage, she faked having an orgasm. 
So I got to ask y'all brothers, man, how would y'all feel being with your lady X amount of years? And she comes out and say, you know what? I've been faking it this whole entire time. First of all, that'd be some wild shit for you to like say around people. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Publicly, though, wild shit. God damn, man. So, like, given that, given that we would be around people if I found this information out, I got to you know hit hit it with the quick rebuttals. Like, well, I fake you know, this whole relationship. What you talking about? Like, <laughs> You're not about to do that to me in front of people. I'm sorry. I'm not holding that ill like that. I'm sorry. It's not. It's just not cool. It's You know what? It's a bad look. I get it. They're trying to sell a book. You know what I'm saying? But I look at it like this. This is really my thoughts on it. I really think that she was like talking. She was talking to Envy. She was like, look, I want to say this, you know, out in public or whatever and as like closure for the time that you, the times that you cheated on me or whatever like that, because I'm thinking to myself, why would you as DJ Envy, yes, you want to book this to see, but why would you get up there and talk about how you couldn't make your wife come for 10 years? He didn't know. That's the thing, though. He didn't know. I don't know which is worse. Like, you that oh, yeah. bad <laughs> at sex that you can't tell that she's, like, faking for a long period. All right, so just say he got his act together and he can now uh, complete the mission, right? Yeah. Does he really or is she still faking it? You'll never you would know. never know. <laughs> <laughs> you will never know. That's like some so TV like, shit. You'll never know. We need that on a t-shirt. You'll yeah. never know. You'll never know. So it's like, what do you you I don't see how you like you recover from that. Ah, I mean, I'm like, this tough, too- like a decade, like I don't see that being divorce worthy, but it could be though, man. Oh, that's damn near right person, man. That's damn yeah. close. <laughs> yeah, that is damn near okay, close. Because I'm looking at it like this. A, Y'all remember long that's ten years. Y'all remember um probably like four, three or four years ago, DJ Envy had that whole blow up with Jesus and Miro. Yeah. yeah. And basically, Jesus and Mirror, they made a joke where DJ Envy that came on like The View or like one of those shows like that in the shiny white suit. They was talking about how him and his wife had troubles and how he cheated and blah, blah, blah. And they made the joke because she was like, sometimes I didn't even know who he was. And they, their joke was like, well, sure, you know who them, where them checks was coming from that she was cashing, blah, 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 blah. So it was a whole big thing. He like ambushed yeah. him on a breakfast club, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But, like, this whole thing really makes me think that, yo, she might actually be there for the money. Because I'm like, okay, if you care about the relationship and your partner isn't satisfying you sexually, and you never say for 10, right. not a not month, because you can have an off month. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he needs to hit the gym and get his wind up. Who knows? Whatever it is, right? 10 years? Hmm. I can't see her doing that if, if, like, he was just like a regular income type. Oh, nah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, if he was blue, ten college, years, it'd be a. It wouldn't make it to one year. That's what I'm saying. If he was a blue collar guy. Yo, and listen, man, like that would real talk. Like that, that would crush a man's manhood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, what? I can't. I I could never put it in the past ten years that we've been together. Like what? 
what the fuck am I doing? Like, right. Is so you mean tell me you you didn't like that 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 one little thing I did that one time? <laughs> right? I did I, I did a, the the a crisscross applesauce with my tongue. That thing wrong for you? Like damn. I, man, I that my move though. New yesterday, you said it was cool. Like what you mean? Like, yo, that is deceit, deceit. Like I don't yeah, know if no, I will ever trust her her word again, bro. Like that's fucked up, bro. Yeah, that's like <laughs> for ten that's years. It, that's like that's all you can and say, not man. Even it's for just the fucked sake up. Of my, and like not even for the sake of my ego, because I I really feel like that's a cop out. Like I don't want to hurt your feelings or I don't want to bruise your ego, but it's like, yo, you'd boost my ego if mm. I knew how to get you there every single time. Yeah. So either you didn't give a fuck to because somebody else is actually doing it, or <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't love me like you say you do, because I'm sorry, like you don't be in a marriage or you don't marry somebody. And do some shit like that, in my opinion. That's Hell not something no. you do. And I know I'm not married. No, I just, I don't know, man. I just know how I am in relationships and how I feel about pleasing my partner and shit like that. So it's like, if she wasn't doing something that I needed done or whatever, I'm not about to go find it elsewhere and just lie to her about the shit. I'm about to make sure you, you the one. Like, you know what I'm saying? I chose yeah. you, you chose me. What the fuck I look like letting, <laughs> letting you just out here look goofy and shit, thinking you doing your job. And I'm I'm at the barbershop like man, she can't do a motherfucking thing right. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that nah, I'm not with that, man. That shit fly. Now look right. Now, wouldn't it be even crazier if the rules were were reversed? You know what I'm saying? Man said, you know what, you would never been able to plead it for for 10 years. For 10 for 10 fucking years. And I guarantee that shit would be way more news. Like, oh, you're <laughs> you're this, you're that, you're toxic. Like, hold on, hold on, but, but. you don't understand because she works all day and she takes care of your kids. You just you just she don't got, understand. She got eight kids with you, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, Gosh. like, like dudes don't parent at all. Like, we don't we don't do no parents, and we just be like, all right, at okay. All. Okay, wait. Okay, I, I kind of I can't throw. We kind of do, do that shit sometimes. Cause my kids would be upstairs, <laughs> and now I hear no. I'm like, hey, exactly. I, yeah. just, I just hit him with the daddy. Hey, y'all doing? <laughs> that's like that's bro. Like that's that is about it. But yeah, women. <laughs> yo, yeah, women no, are so good for that. It's like, especially if you get if you hit them with like an argument that makes perfectly logical sense, and they know it because they smart. They be like, what's different? It's not. <laughs> Like that's their favorite shit to say. It's not the same. It's not the, like no, it's the exact same shit. What it is, what it is. That's that's treacherous, bro. Like, and then, like I said, for people to know that shit, like nah, you're not about to do that to me. So that's why, like I said, I had to flip the script. Like, hey, look, this whole relationship is fake. I'm just saying. <laughs> your pussy stink anyway. Okay, right, you know I was trying to say what to tell you. I want to hurt your feelings and your vagina confidence. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get you. That's Why are they broadcasting, bro? I, I really feel this is the thing that's that's shocking to me because, like, we live in a social media era, and like the teenagers now and people in their early twenties, they've only known social media. Like, I remember what it was like pre-social media, but these kids, Best you know, times they, ever. Ex- exactly. Deserve. So it's like they used to being doing everything publicly, blah blah blah. I would expect. It from the young generation, but it's people mm-hmm. our age and older that's like all of a sudden, like just airing all of their private shit to, to everywhere. It's like 
I really feel like this is a conversation that should have just been between them. Mm-hmm. Or if, if it's such good advice that they're going to have, put it in a book. But you can be like, well, I was giving advice to my girlfriend because her man couldn't satisfy. Yeah, you, you don't got to be 100% honest about everything. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or the thing is, <coughs> like when, you, when that becomes a headline, mm-hmm. like I said, and, and it just goes to you caring or loving, loving your partner, man, it's like, make sure the end of that headline goes but now it's amazing or now exactly every single time we we don't miss or something like that like i would never let the conversation just be like damn maybe you can please your wife for 10 years that's crazy like you know what i'm saying like that should never be the you know what i'm saying the conversation the conversation now should be about how he's improved how she taught him how to do whatever whatever or how he was willing to you know what i'm saying go the extra mile to get whatever done and it's not like that. And that's the part that really pissed me off about that headline, bro. Mm-mm-mm. Ridiculous. That nigga, Envy's going to be a meme by Monday. I guarantee. Yo, that nigga a stays a meme, meme though, man. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> this goof ass. Goof ass, boy. <laughs> but on to other uh, viral moments that has been in the news lately. I'm sure by now everybody has seen uh, Mike Tyson's punch out in the airplane, right? So, you know, I'm gonna, gonna play a little tune for y'all, a little, little clip for y'all, you know what I'm saying? And I wanna get y'all thoughts about it as well, man, because, you know, apparently it's been making this uh, a viral rounds over the past few days now. So let's uh, get into it here. So apparently, drunk ass dude, first class, just, just, just bothering good old Mike Tyson, Zen Mike Tyson. What, what do y'all think he said? Wrong as his only that made him snap. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, mystery TV show sucks. <laughs> I hate the way you talk. <laughs> or something like, 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 yeah, uh, a punch out. I beat you on the first round, first try. Look at this! Look at this shit! And I think that's—I think that's the dude that was um that was hanging with Mike Tyson, kind of. Unless somebody was holding him back a little bit, or was yeah. that him? Was that another person in the seat? Uh, Hold on, rewind it a little crazy. bit. The crazy bit. part about this, right, is despite everything, right? This man at one point bit somebody's ear off for millions of people to see. Right. Exactly. He's still the same guy that bit somebody's ear off. Why <laughs> would you want to be in close proximity to antagonize a person that is capable of like cannibalism? And then if he didn't want to be a cannibal, he could still punch your face off. This Bro, Mike Tyson we talking about. This is Iron Mike Tyson we talking about. Like it's One other more creative there's more other more creative ways to commit suicide. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like yeah. I feel like you should talk. Like, call me, bro. I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Call me. I talk you down. Whatever you need, bro. But like, you ain't gotta try to go out like that. I'm surprised Mike mm-hmm. held out for as long as he did without whipping this nigga ass. I think he knew he was like, yo, this dude wants me to whip his ass. So yeah, that's the dude that was sitting beside Mike, like right. trying to hold him. Mike. Imagine that dude won't hold him back. That dude might not, that guy might not be here. But. Now, do y'all think this dude got a case against Mike? Hell no. Nah. From what I hear, 
of from what I heard somebody say, like dude threw like a water bottle at him or something. On top well, first of and foremost, antagonizing him. This is America, and he could sue and still win. I hate this. This is America. I hate that man. <laughs> this possible. is America. Like somebody on the plane that had nothing to do with the fight could sue Mike Tyson and win. Because this is America. Mm. I was scared like, for my why. life. It was, a big, <laughs> it was a large black man and he was in yeah, rage. Or, you know, somebody <laughs> emotional distress has been the leading cause of lawsuit wins for mm. a decade now. <laughs> emotional distress. And you could be emotionally distressed because a blade of grass flew in your eye and you didn't expect it to and sue the person who owns the property. <laughs> like This no. is the craziest fucking time to be alive, bro. What a time to be alive. Drake had it right, man. Drake had it right. <laughs> Ridiculous, bro. Mike Tyson? and People don't understand. You know what I think? I think some people try to uh, some stupid people try to look at Mike and be like, well, he's not what he used to be. Like, he's like 55 now. Bro, yeah. this man for a living in his boxing career used to knock out giant niggas. Like, huge athletic fight trained assassins. He would not be unconscious. And didn't need multiple rounds to do so. Oh, no, no. sir. No. <laughs> quick, wow, Five, wow. maybe so, six. Yeah. Max, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes maybe. a couple seconds, you know? Not the dude you want to be playing with, bro. No. It, at no sense. point, at no point in his life should he be <laughs> approached with no. with drama. <laughs> like, just don't do it. All right, all right. So, Arya, we're going to get into our interview portion. Let me know you got some questions for a crazy eighth degree. I'm yes, going to sir. pull up, pull up your stuff, so our guests can oh, see so. what you're all about. You know what I'm all saying? Right. Hold on, here we go. Let's get it. So, Mr. Crazy Eight. Yo, I like that artwork too, man. Who did that? Um, That is uh, Blur Creations. Um, I've teamed up with them. I have a a custom sticker out now. Um, That's the the sticker image Um, that's for sale now. Link is in my bio on um, on Instagram um, and my link tree. But uh, yeah, so I teamed up with Blur Creations. They did a a chibi uh, cartoon character version of me. And... Yeah, man, you can cop that right now. We also got that same image on T-shirts and everything. If you go to BlurCreations.com, which you will also get to from that link. Um, and yeah, man, so, you know, it's pretty cool when people... Yo, shout, shout out to the your link tree, man. Look like you got the professional edition of the link tree. We just got, <laughs> yeah, we got the man. free 99 version. You got the, the professional <laughs> link tree. I like that. Yeah, I do. I, I pay a certain amount of numbers, you know, uh, <laughs> for, my, for my link tree. Yeah. Make sure my link tree on point. Like that. That's dope. Man. That is dope. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yo, so tell us, man, like, okay, so I know you're in Cleveland now. Are you, are you from Cleveland? Yeah, I'm from Cleveland, born and raised. All right, cool. So tell me what it was like growing up in Cleveland and what got you into music? Um, Growing up in Cleveland was hell on earth. <laughs> mm, okay. Okay. Um, Mob um, and the only reason I say that, though, man, is because for the 
a large portion of my childhood and into like teenage years or whatever, I dealt with extreme forms of bullying and, mm. and things of that nature. Um, so kids for no reason at all, other than me being different and wanting to be my own person and not really follow what they had going on, made my life a living hell. And um, at some points made attempts on my life. Like I, I was almost stabbed to death at the age of six. Um, mm. And surviving that being, you know, betrayed by my friends because they was too scared to go through what I was going through. So instead of, you know, if we can't beat them, join them type situation. So like I ended up really by myself dealing with this problem um, from like second grade until damn near 10th grade of high school. Um, and it was just, yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Um, the city itself is a beautiful place at times, especially during, during warmer months. But when you all alone and you, you don't really get to see how beautiful things is when you always got your head down because you're trying to worry about somebody knocking it off. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of just, I got into music on accident, really. <laughs> um, I was hustling because, uh, you know, I've always been a, a pretty smart guy and shit. So um, I think, what was it? Was it 10th grade year? 10th grade year was a turning point. Uh, I met a guy who needed like a, a paper, a, like a report or a paper typed up or some shit like that. And I made that a hustle. I was typing up people's reports so I can get, you know, food after school or cop the new Eminem album or something like that, that I might want it after school. And um, this guy came over to pick up his, uh, his report. Um, I did his report because I think uh, Eminem's Encore album was coming out at the time and shit. And yeah. I really, really wanted it or whatever. And um, he came over, we was playing Halo 2 on the Xbox. I was whooping his ass. And, you know, at the time, the first Xbox, you could have, like, instrumentals and shit. Like, you could download music onto your Xbox and play it through the games and things like that, which was, like, revolutionary. And for whatever reason, he asked me if I had some beats on my Xbox or whatever. And I was like, I do. And we ended up playing, like, beats on my Xbox or whatever. He was like, man, that's freestyle or whatever. Right? So I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we get to going back and forth. And he stopped me in, like, mid-verse, like, yo, you rap better than me. Like, I'm like, man, stop playing. And he was like, yo, no, I got this rap group I put together. You want to be a part of my rap group? And I was like, well, shit, I ain't got no friends. All right, cool. Like, let's do it. And from then on, I really just wanted to prove that I belong. So I really, like, everything I ever wrote, I wrote with my, my whole heart, just trying to show people I was good enough to just be friends with. And um, that transformed into me really loving the craft of writing um, of course I got several musical influences and they MCs, MCs and shit like that. So I don't know, just something switched. Cause I used to draw cartoons and I used to want to be the guy that made Dragon Ball Z. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be the guy that worked at Funimation and all that, but okay. my, my artwork never really got the responses I thought it should have got, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then when I started making music, I got all the responses that I wish my art would have got when I was drawing pictures. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I made the hard switch to just doing music. Like I'll sketch every, every so often. Cause I mean, I can't draw, but it ain't the same. Like, I don't know. It's like when, when one day you wake up and realize what you was meant to do in this life. And there's no greater feeling than that. You know what I'm saying? So from 10th grade to now, that's the only thing I set my sights on 
Hey, well, real quick. Yeah, <laughs> real quick. I, I was the same way because I used to draw in like school all the time. Like I was one of the nicest <laughs> artists in the school. But I don't know how I had the foresight to know. But I remember when I was 12 years old, I was like, yo, I'm going to be like 15, 16. I'm going to discover girls and like actually have some success <laughs> with girls. And I'm going to never be the same artist. I, I call that shit four years before it happened. <laughs> yo, as soon as I hit 10th grade, I got me a little girlfriend, start, you know, doing your little, your little thing. Hey. I never drew again. You know, I, I still do it every <laughs> once in a while, just, just for shits and giggles. But my focus on art just like went away once women entered the picture. So, yeah, yeah women, women, I say no, women, women, like, but yeah, um, in 11th grade, yeah. So, in 11th grade, I entered an art competition at the school, yeah. and the the goal was to like, I think the, the assignment was tell a story without using words and shit. So, I did this elaborate mural, um, and I thought it was like super cool. I had colors, I had I had 3D shit going, I had different aspect ratios and different, shit, like just going the whole art theory, right. Mm-hmm. My shit didn't place at all. Not last, not second, not nothing, not runner-up, none of that shit. Damn. And the girl that won, she drew like a tree that had like an eyeball in the center of it or some shit. And it was like, it was shaded, it was shaded well or whatever. No, no shade, no pun intended to her. But it was like, nigga, I just did you see this? What I did here? Like, you know what I'm saying? What you mean? Is this your villain, your villain origin story? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that was, you know, like, <laughs> that's what it was. That was, the, that was the turning point. <laughs> no, nah, but in that moment, man, like I said, I, uh, in, that, in the same breath, I, I didn't place in the art competition. I was kind of down about that. But then I played a song for my grandmother who hates hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. I played a song that I wrote for her and my grandfather who passed. And she cried after listening to it. Wow. And... Her tears, in them tears, she was like, yo, long as you make this, I'll support whatever you do with this hip-hop stuff that you want to do. Nope. Now, this is somebody who's Old Testament religious. Mm, right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, my grandmother, who's also, like, the reason why I'm as nice as I am with, with words and things like that, for her, to have her support when she don't fuck with the genre at all, like, when I first said I wanted to be a rapper, she told me I was going to hell. Like, that's how mm-hmm. Old Testament she was. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, look. So, hey, look. Not, hey, okay, well, you're going to be a Christian rapper? You're going to be a rapper? For, like, yeah, no. It was just, nope, hell. All of it. You going to hell? Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Splashing holes. Right? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit was bonkers, bro. Yeah. And, um, but, yeah, like, that one moment, man. She dropped a tear and was like, yeah, as long as you're making this, this, this where, you know what I'm saying? This, I got her support from forever from that. And that just let me know, again, that was like confirmation. Like, all right, this is actually what I'm supposed to be doing. And it, the rest has been history from there, bro. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. That's what's up, man. And um, what got you into all this nurse shit that we are so proud of? Of, of being who you are now, you know what I'm saying? The cool thing about it is, like, I've always had, like, little nerdy references in my raps and shit, but um, I want to say 2011 or 2000, no, maybe even earlier than that, like 2010, maybe, um, I seen a documentary on Netflix about nerdcore hip-hop, right? And the godfather of nerdcore hip-hop being this white guy named uh, MC Frontalot. And 
MC Friend a lot, older guy. He looked like he could be an accountant. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the most unassuming white man you've probably ever seen. And they was really shedding light on how he took hip hop to make it um, the, the nerdiest you could probably ever make hip hop, right? And then time moves forward and I'm still just, you know, putting Dragon Ball in my, in my raps or some Harry Potter bars every so often or referencing Batman or whatever I was doing like in, in raps that people couldn't really, they thought it was cool, but they never thought, you know, much of. Mm-hmm. And I want to say 2018, 17 or 18, um, one of my mentors uh, pulled me to the side one day and was like, hey, you know you nerd for it, right? And I was like, am I? He was like, have you listened to all this shit you've rapped in the past five years? And I was like, yeah, you know, nigga, that's just like, you know, nerdy shit or whatever, uh, nerdcore. So basically he took me to my first nerdcore show and Mega Ran was uh, a headliner. Um, But also on the bill of that show was the legendary MC Frontalot. So I got a chance to meet him and Mega Ran at this show. And as soon as I walk in, first of all, the line was wrapped around the corner for okay. the show. The line wrapped around the corner. How and big was the video? Yeah. Um, so the, the, I forgot what venue it was, man. But upon entry and shit, everybody looked like me. Like, you know, graphic tees and, and representing their favorite fandoms and stuff like that. And I was like, yo, I think I might have found my people. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And to to see Megaram, a black guy that looked like me and you and you know what I'm saying, whatever, be at the top of that shit, that gave me like the biggest inspiration. Like, okay, I know what I need to do now. Like, you know what I'm saying? And the fact that, in my opinion, none of these cats rap anywhere near my skill level. But they're doing it in a way that's like, you know, paying their bills and mm-hmm. the fans love it. So the only thing I could sit back and think while I was watching this show was, wait till they get a load of me on some Jack Nicholson type shit. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Like, wait till they hear what I got to bring to this genre and how I rap about certain things and my stage presence and performance. I couldn't wait. And shortly after that, I dropped the Ultra Instinct single and then my career just was different forever. And I decided to just commit to the nerdcore genre, stop fighting it. Like, all right, look, yeah, you a nerd, dog. Let's mm-hmm. just let's do it. Just do it, dog. Just do it. You know what I'm saying? Just go through with it. And I'm glad I did, man, because I've met so many amazing, incredible people um, along this nerdcore journey. And my music, like, it goes directly to who it's intended for. I don't have to deal with a lot of the shit that I was dealing with in just regular hip-hop here in the city, right. um, which I fought hard for. Because, I mean, I was performing on stage just wearing a cape and all type <laughs> of stuff, you know what I'm saying, while everybody else was, like, you know, thugged out. They ready to shoot people and all kind of shit. Right. And, you know, the guy before you, he rapping about Molly. And the next thing, I get up there with a cape on rapping about Thor and shit. And people are like, what the fuck? But it's like... I really, despite how it looked or the aesthetic of it, my goal was you're not about to outrap me or outperform me at any point while we in this venue together. This my stage, and y'all gonna know it by the time I get off of it. And that that allowed me to, you know what I'm saying, I'm a, a eight-time 
award winner here in the state of Ohio for different things, from lyricism, Talk to shit. Talk live, shit, man. live performances. I've fucking I've won competitions in Toronto with Coast to Coast mixtapes. I've gone to um I'm I'm actually still technically the current Jack Daniels Jacket for Beats freestyle champion. They they came to Cleveland. I tore the stage up and went through I don't know how many dudes, you know what I'm saying, on some rap shit that night. And I did the whole show in a cake. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it was like okay. at the end of the day, nerdcore or not, subject matter or not, I'm an MC and you will not outrap me. You mm. know what I'm saying? You will not beat me. You will not outperform me. I'm that tenacious, you know what I'm saying? And and I feel like that mentality really helped me um get to where I'm at today and it's really helping me propel now, man. So I'm I'm thankful for the journey, man. That's, that's that uh up, that's that Kage confidence right there that I like, you know what I'm saying? Like y'all are gonna outperform me. I'm like, God, this shit. You know what I'm saying? That's the attitude you got to have in rap, bro. Like, I don't mm-hmm. care. Like, you hit that stage. I don't care if it's Kendrick, J. Cole, and Jay-Z up there. You got to do your thing. Period. You got to believe you're the best, man. That's just hip-hop. For sure. Straight up. You got to be like uh, my future. Like, I'm the best rapper alive right now. <laughs> Y'all ain't going to tell me like nothing. Somebody article for me soon. I promise. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you get, Aria? I just hit this man. It's some Gucci flip flops. The niggas was like, "Yo, that's the greatest. That's the greatest, the greatest boss house." Wow. <laughs> you know what, yo, yo, real quick, but, but this Arizona is my, my ice last thing on the ship, right? So I remember years ago, right? Metro Blumen, the producer, was like, "Yo, man, he's a, he's like a poet, man. Like he's the he's the baddest <laughs> motherfucker out there with the world." I'm like, "Are we talking about you the said? same motherfucker?" I bought. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah. Are we talking about the the, the same future that that talks about Tony Montana or love, 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 love? I mean, that same guy, right? I'm like, okay, all right, all right, whatever y'all Bro, niggas say to help us, you know, sleep at night, man. Hey. Let it be, man. But but yeah, but yeah. um Kev on stage said that, bro. He was like, when they announced future is the greatest rapper in hip hop. Kev on stage, this nigga's a gospel dude. This nigga listens to gospel music, but even him, it's like, bro, no. He was like, the same future that when you had on the um the Black Panther soundtrack, you had Kendrick do his thing, and you had J-Rock do their thing. And what does future say? Slop on it I mean, in retrospect, on, he was he was giving a props to you know three six know. Punch Pat, you know what I'm saying? It was so, you know but why but, why is he doing it in that voice though? Yeah, yeah. You know like, it, it wasn't the just right way to do it, man. Yeah. Creepy demon doll baby voice, bro. Like why, my nigga? Like I don't understand. Boy. Ridiculous, man. That's nuts, man. Rap, nigga. <laughs> so tell us more man about the about the uh, links here in your in your in your link tree man like like what do you yeah, want so people to like check out when they hit on the show right here you know of course i want everybody to check out every single link we got up in the joint. you know i'd be lying if i if i didn't say that <laughs> but um just currently just you know current events or whatever we got um i did the the theme music for the the novel Between Magic and Dreams. I did the theme music for that. Um, 
we're working on different things with that right now. So shout out to, uh, to Brian D. Covington, man, the author of Between Magic and Dreams. His, sec- his first and second books are out for sale now. Mm. Um, I did that, you know what I'm saying? I did that with, uh, with my best friend and my engineer, Tino. I reached out to Doc, the Blurdy Violinist. Um, really wanted to start working with more people in the Blurred community. Um, and then, of course, I grabbed my homegirl, L.A. Bailey, who's an incredible vocalist, um, to put that um, put that song together for them. I've also done the theme music for um, for Slim Jones for his Atomic Punk comic uh, project that he's working on right now. So me and my shout boy out Tino, to Slim Jones. Yeah, so me and my boy Tino did that joint. The video out is out on YouTube for that right now. Um, so many things, man. It's over nine thousand. I dropped that at the um, in February. The funny thing about it's over nine thousand. The song's been around for a minute, but we finally got a chance to release it on all digital streaming platforms. So that's a win for me. That's actually my very first nerdcore song that I wrote entirely about Dragon Ball. Um, so to see it, you know, what I'm saying to, to have it come out now and be received much better than it did when I first released it amongst just normal hip hop listeners is just like a big win for me. Um, as far as like. Of course, we got Cosplay Angels still going crazy. Um, people supporting that. The cosplay community has really embraced me. I've got so many friends. Um, that's how I actually met, you know, my current love. <laughs> that crazy woman that you call girlfriend. <laughs> right, yeah, man. We got the, you know what I'm saying, my dude, uh, Lee Juoso, man. He helped me put together the official Cosplay Angel merch. Um, so that's for sale right now. Um, always got merch going on, man. Um, my fr- my first album, Animated, is out now on all streaming platforms. Um, the artwork you're seeing on the link tree is actually from the track list picture of the album. That's what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my dude, artist JG, or animator JG now, um, James Gage. Incredible artist. We're working that's, on. That's fire, man. Yeah, so that's, like, everything you see there, like, that's me as every version of every anime character that we referenced on the album. So right. we got we got Afro Samurai, Luffy, Luffy, All Might, Deku, Goku, Pain, uh, Tetsuo from Akira, mm. all that going on. Um, the first album, man, it's just, it's been a great experience. We're working on the second album right now as we speak, though. Y'all, y'all get that exclusive. Nice. Um, nice. Nice. We don't have a we don't have a release date yet because I'm still putting some things together. But I'm working on some pretty incredible stuff, man, for this second album because I feel like this first one, this first one was hard to beat. You know, what I'm saying I'm only competing with myself because it ain't really too much going on out here, like in the nerdcore space, to where I feel like musically I'm competing with people. I'm only competing with people in the in the sense of trajectory and status and things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? So, as long as I stay true to what my sound is, we'll be good. So yeah, man, the the YouTube is popping. The the cosplay angel music video is popping. Mm-hmm. Um, got my got some of our favorite homegirls in there. Nurse J Becky, Animated Asia, Young Goku. Nurse um, J, ooh, just you know what I'm saying. Cutting so, that part out. So yo, hey, talk about that real quick. So you y'all actually met on on the set of the yeah, we met on the set. 
Okay. As I was doing reshoots for Cosplay Angel. Um, originally, I did the first shoot in 2020, actually, in October. Um, um, and I flew, you know what I'm saying, I flew Nurse J. Becky out and a couple of the cosplay out, cosplayers out to shoot and film in Cleveland. And the director screwed me over, bro, when mm. it came to, yeah, like, he his handling of the whole thing was just awful, man. He strung me along for like six, seven months, Damn. delayed the original release. Mm. When I finally saw the footage, it was awful. It wasn't what I wanted. And I was like in a real bad place, but I was like, I can't like there's too many people like depending on this song to come out, this video to come out. What do I do? So I, I reached out to a friend of mine who's a videographer that's done some work for me in the past. And we scheduled a reshoot that happened, <laughs> what, a year later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, shout out to Chris Fury uh, for suggesting, you know, Chris. Uh, can't, you know I'm saying Candy be in the show at sure. all. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So Chris was like, yo, if you look still looking for people to be in the video, he was like, hit up Candy B. I was like, all right, cool. So that was actually, up. that was a good Chris impression, too. That was actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out so, to Blur's uh, I View. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, I reached out to her, and of course, you know, she, what the fuck you want? Like, nah. She, <laughs> <laughs> nah, she, she, she ain't come at me crazy like that, but she was definitely like, all right, get to the point, what's up? Um, and then, yeah, so she agreed to do it. I finally got, you know, everything kind of scheduled. Then I had everybody that I could come back um, from the original shoot, which wasn't much. Um, come back for the original shoot, because at this point, man, I had tapped out, like, my budget. I was way beyond budget for this video um, from the first shoot that we shot. Like, that shit was way too expensive. And so doing what I had to do, we went to we went to the first location that we were supposed to have, and they wouldn't let us in. They was getting ready to close the place up, and we was like, what's going on? And they was like, oh, we got you scheduled for tomorrow, not today. Like, we about to close business up. I got all these people here again. Wow. Like, I was like, is this video not supposed to happen? What the fuck is going on here, <laughs> man? Like, why is, is the world doing this to me? Like, and Candy B, like, had this, uh, this idea about a place that she, I think she saw on Instagram or something like that. And ironically... I was at that place the day before then, just looking around like, yo, this would be a cool place to shoot a video. Who would have known she would have like thought about that in that moment? So I called the people up like, yo, I was just there yesterday talking to you. You think we could, you know, uh, bring the shoot there or whatever so I could finish this video? Dude said, come on through. And I packed everybody up. We traveled over to this place, um, the CLE Selfie Studio in Strongsville, Ohio. And... Um, I had probably the most fun I've had my entire career on a video shoot that day. Like with all the different um, setups and backdrops and everything that they had going on in there. It was, it was way too fun, man. I felt like I was at an amusement park with the, with, with friends and shit. Like back when we was like in high school or something like the shit was super dope. And the video, it turned out how it turned out, man. Like it, it wasn't, how I envisioned it originally. My thought process, like I really wanted it to be similar to uh, Kanye's Gold Digger video. Mm. That, okay. was, that was the original idea. Um, 
And we got elements of that in there, but because the first director like really fucked everything, <laughs> like trying to recover, I had to shoot pretty much two videos and like mush them together to mm. make some like a like a cohesive type of thing. And <laughs> and I like I had to apologize to some of the cosplayers that came before because they didn't get a chance to get as much screen time as um, as they should have because of just how the director shot everything and how everything was looking and shit. So um, I got a chance to put everybody in the video, but it wasn't in the capacity that we wanted originally and shit. So I even had my man Clutch Boy Wonder come through from New York um, in the original shoot. Um, we couldn't get him to come back for the second shoot. So he did the, uh, the FaceTime joint that we, I kind of like wrote last minute. Um, Cause I like the improv a lot too, but I wrote his scenes and let him do what he wanted to do. Um, through there, but bro, I made a fucking miracle happen with no budget, no help, no team, nothing. That was just all me trying to make, you know what I'm saying, make the dream happen, man. And it came out as well as it was going to come out and it was well received, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have pulled that off and I'm happy to have made as many friends in the cosplay community as possible. You know what I'm saying? Like... They bring me more friends. Like, people just, hey, you know, I love the song, shit like that. Like, this shit is ridiculous. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's been really dope, man. You get the chance to see people outside of whatever they're putting on, on social media and things like that. Because, you know, people view some cosplayers one way, but there's a lot, lot more to them than that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm glad to call them friend and things like that. And it ain't even on those, like, sexual things. Even, like, you know what I'm saying, besides... Um, meeting Candy B, like, there really wasn't none of that. Like, I, I had one mission, was to not be the the creepy guy in DMs, right? <laughs> that was my mission. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I want you to be able to talk to one of these cosplayers, and they'd be like, oh, no, nah, man, it was, you know, he was solid. He was straight up. Like, he, he never tried that bullshit. He never made me feel uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was big because of how much they've told me about just niggas in their DMs or some crazy shit all the I time. I believe it, bro. I, I just didn't want to be that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't want to be that at all, so. God damn. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I forgot about that part. <laughs> it caught me yeah. off guard like a mug. Yeah, okay. it was just, it was dope, man. We we completely improv this scene after I directed everybody, um, which is nuts. But um yeah, so me, Tino, and Skinner, man, we just like we have fun, man. We made this shit work, bro. Um, and everything has been been fantastic from there. So I just I can't even I can't even complain about the journey, even though a lot of bullshit happened along the way, man. <laughs> a lot of bullshit happened, but we pulled it off. Fam, so many dope things about this video, man. The cosplay girls is like insane in the video. It's funny too because I've been telling my dudes that like um, do it because like I don't really do it myself. Like I, I enjoy like you know dressing up on Halloween or whatever, but I wouldn't call myself yeah. a cosplayer. But it'd be like I got a lot of guy friends who like deep in the cosplay, and I just be like, yo, I mean I like y'all stuff, man, but. I ain't checking for y'all like I'm checking for the cosplay girls, bro. Like, it's right. so many <laughs> cosplay angels, bro. It's like, they right. just do it better, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's just, right. it's just better. Yeah, man. And I really, like, if I would have, if I was able to do this video the way I originally planned, one, we would have had way more cosplayers. 
Um, and we would have shot things a lot differently, man. But I really – I'm happy with what we was able to pull off, man. And I got I got a really dope relationship about the deal. So I can't, I can't complain, man. I, can't, I guess yeah, it all worked out. Let's, <laughs> let's stop it right here because this is like the, <laughs> the beginning of the – This of is the, the beginning. You know what I'm right. saying? <laughs> it's before look you can see it in her eyes she's getting her clutches into crazy eight as we speak right this is the this is the moment it happened right here she's like, look, i'm about to ruin this man life and he, don't even, <laughs> he don't even know it yet hey that is the face ain't it that's crazy hilarious man <laughs> yo, hey, yo man. there was um a video man that that you played and had me dying i think it was you who played the um I wanna see your teddy breast. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah that's the that's the city. Yo, that sound bite is so city fucking mind. perfect, man. I'm like, yo, man, that shit is like <laughs> classic, it, dog, man. That's a beat, bro. I, I pulled that audio out on her, like she didn't know what the fuck the song was about to say. So that oh, perfect. reaction was perfect. This shit is fucking <laughs> hilarious, bro. And it's like I got like five or six more videos like that coming too. It's about to be oh, super word. early. I got the the wildest audio, and I just pull up on her one time just to see what she gonna do. It's fucking hilarious. Fail. Titties is a, a gift from God Himself, man. <laughs> I don't care if you've been with your girl for like two days or twenty years, bro. Her titties is just out. You just. Exactly. It, just, it just makes you feel good on the inside. You know what I'm saying? It just it takes you to a happy place. You know what I mean? It's just titties. Exactly. Even though I'm more of an ass man, you can't deny titties, especially when they right. all of them. I like it all. Just like it all, man. Yo, definitely a dope video, man. Definitely mm-hmm. a dope video. So, like, what do you um what do you got coming on the horizon, man? What's next for Crazy Eight? So outside of working on animated chapter two. Um, I got a bunch of performances getting ready to happen. Um, I hope to really start seeing way more people at way more conventions. Um, you doing BlurCon? Yes, I know I'm going to be at BlurCon. Oh, that's what's up. We pulling up. I'm gonna be at BlurCon. I'm going to be at HNICCon. Mm. Um, I'm also going to be at DreamCon this year, too. So... Um, I might be performing at some of these places. I might not. I can't really disclose that at this point. But I really do. You know, I hope everybody gets to experience everything that I've been working on and packaging up on a stage at some point this year, um, because this is what I've been waiting my whole life for. You know what I mean? Like being able to, to spit some raps to people that the messages were intended for, man, that's a feeling that's like nuts, right? Can't beat it. So to be able to do that and then get off stage and be able to talk to y'all in person for a change and not be behind a, a phone screen or a computer screen mm-hmm. and shit like that, like, dog, that's, I'm like, I get anxiety about thinking about that shit because I'm so anxious and ready to meet everybody and be around everybody and perform and, and rap and laugh and all that other shit. I feel like the first convention I go to that I get to meet y'all and I get to meet other people, it's going to feel like a family reunion and ain't even going to be feeling like, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Like, yeah, I can't wait for it too, man. Shit's just going to be so dope, man. So, yeah, really just looking to hit the, uh, the convention circuit heavy uh, this summer and way more performances, man, and, of course, more music. Um, I plan on dropping a lot more music before the year is over. 
mm. um, in the midst of me working on uh, this album and everything. And then by the time next year comes, it's going to be a wrap. Word. Second album time, and we out of here. We to the moon. All right. That's what's up, All right. man. That's what's up. Well, thank you for coming on the show, man. This oh, is yeah, a blast. Problem, so, we want to get you. Um, we just had your boy, um, Nerds and Hip Hop on Thursday. Yeah, Josh, that's my yeah, guy. Yeah, Josh, man. man. Josh. Cool dude out in Cali. Out in Cali. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Oh. And, uh, shout out to him and his wife and the event space that they got out there, man. I hope, like, we could put some dope events together out in Cali, man, and just mm-hmm. bring more people from our side of the country to their side, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and vice versa, okay. and just, you know, pool resources and shit. So shout out to Josh and the Nerds and Hip Hop brand, man. For sure. For there sure. we go. Well, thanks for being on, my brother. Thank you, oh, yeah, kindly. Sure, man. Thank, thanks for having me, man. Oh, anytime, anytime, man. Anytime y'all need bro. me, I'm here, man. Anytime y'all need me, I'm here, man. That's what's up. It's real Good quick, luck. tell the people where they can follow you at. Yo, follow me on all social media platforms at crazy, the number eight, T-H-E, great. It's only one of me. You can't get another. Never <laughs> said, man. Talk your shit, that up. <laughs> all right y'all until next time man thank everybody for watching oh yeah if you haven't subscribe to the geek salad youtube yes. page yes youtube.com forward slash geek salad you'll find us also on instagram at geek salad now until next time see you peace i'm on the come up jump up i pick my gun up joe jackson with